Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Esther Valentine from The Young and the Restless, Miss Kate Linder. How's it going, Kate? I'm great, Mother. How about you? Good, good. How are things uh, in California? Uh, well, so far, so good today. It's early here, but it's a, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day, actually. So, uh, we, we speak about uh, the role of Esther Valentine, and... Uh, You've been on there since 1982, is that correct? That's right, yeah. April 8th, 1982 was my very first day. So you were uh, originally a recurring person rather than actually uh, being a actual character on there at first, correct? Right, well actually I was just, in the very beginning, I was only supposed to be on there for one day. <laughs> so that's all I was hired for, in the very beginning. Only one, one day, really? Yep, that was it. That's what it was supposed to be. Now, uh, so what What was it that uh, attracted you to the role of Esther Valentine? Well, I mean, in the beginning, I mean, there was a, she wasn't Esther Valentine. She was just, you know, I was just hired for, I, I went, actually, I went in on a general interview with, at that time, the casting director was Tom Palmer, and um, he was an amazing man. He has since passed away, but I left him... Um, a tape of some of my work and and went home and thought, oh my gosh, you know, when, when is this going to ever happen? And um, a, a few, a, a little while later, his assistant called me, who was Jill Newton she, at the time, and she said, um, Tom's finished with your tape and you can come pick it up. I said, already? She said, I know, it's kind of strange because he usually doesn't do this, but after you left, he went right in and looked at it. So I said, okay, well, I'll be down in a couple of days. And she said, okay. A few days later, he called, and he said, I have this role. He said, it's really, really small. Um, and if you blink, you're going to miss it. But he, but he said, I'm looking for something else for you on the show. Which, And that usually, because usually if you do a small role like that, that's it for you. You can never come back as anything else. But um, he said, no, I'm, I'm looking for you. And I said, okay. So I said, I'll do it, and that was over uh, 36 years ago. <laughs> 30, 36 years, I know, yeah. yeah. Time sure does fly by fast, doesn't it? It does. It does, Very, yes, yes, absolutely. Definitely. So uh, I'm just looking over the cast here, uh, and you work with quite an amazing cast as well. Um, I've actually gotten to interview Eric, Eric Braden, who plays uh -huh. Victor, Victor Newman on there. Great guy. Um, you also have Doug Davidson, who uh, used to host... Um, the new Price is Right, uh, at former TV show host. Um, right. You have Peter Bergman. I mean, the whole cast is just great. Uh, talk about what it's like uh, behind the scenes and what it's like working with uh, the cast. Well, of course, you know, I worked with Jeannie Cooper for so many years, over 30 years, and and she was really something, and I so miss her. But I, I work with Jess Walton, who's, who plays Jill, who's it, it's just incredible. We, it, it, she's terrific, and um, everyone on there is, you know, as, as you said, is 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 quite good and is exceptionally talented, and um, and it's, you know, it's I, I, I it's it's just it's, it's terrific working situation, and Jess and I always work on our themes and and you know try to make them better. And Jeannie and I always did that when it was the three of us too. We did the same thing, so it's, it's, it's a good situation. 
I also see uh, Daniel Goddard on here, who I see on uh, the, the Price is Right uh, from time to time modeling um, with, with Drew on there. I know that the Price is Right also films right across from you guys, correct? Right, yeah, it's right across. Yeah, right across the hall. Along with uh, Bold and Beautiful is right across the hall. Along, yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah. The CBS yeah. Bradford lot, right? No, no, uh uh-uh. uh. We're at TV City. Oh, okay, yeah. That one, yeah. So uh, to go along with uh, your uh, amazing career, you're also a stewardess uh, on, uh, or, or you actually do, do like flying as well. Uh, so a flight attendant, you, yeah. Uh-huh. Or a flight attendant, yeah. rather, yes. Uh, well, well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, so I was just going to ask you, uh, was that what you were doing while um, you were trying to pursue your, your uh, acting career as well? Right, I became a flight attendant because I needed a job that would keep money in coming in, but that I could, you know, I could have, you know, flexible schedule and time off so that I could pursue my career. So that's exactly what I did, and um, that's why I started flying. And um, but it just became that, you know, I I, I do both and it's like doing a personal appearance on the airplane uh, in fact the other day uh, you know I was at the door saying goodbye to everyone and uh, then all of a sudden this woman came back and I and I said oh I'm sorry did you forget something she said no oh, no I, I, I she said you're Esther aren't you you're Esther on Young and the Restless and I said yeah and and so she had her daughter with her and she started yelling at her daughter she said see I told you. I told you. <laughs> so I've had lots of fun, fun things happen. There was uh, a couple got on the airplane one day, and this woman said, um, oh, my gosh, you're S. John Young and the Russells. And the husband pulled me aside, and he said, I'll pay you $50 if you say it's not you. And I go, well, what? And he said, yeah, because she saw you, and she said it was you, and I bet her $100 that there was no way that that would be you. And... Um, I said, okay, well, you're only paying me 50 so I'm telling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going to ask you if uh, every time, well, probably not every time, but most of the time maybe do people recognize you as being Esther on... Uh, on yeah, uh, just about every flight there yeah. is there's somebody. Um, a lot of people won't say anything until they're getting off, but sometimes sometimes they will. No. I, have to... I was walking down the aisle one day and... I saw this uh, woman, woman uh, wearing, I mean, well, reading one of the soap magazines, and um, and she had it open to, like, an article that I was in, and I hadn't seen it yet. It had just come out. And, I, you know, I was walking back and forth, and she, she looked at me, and she looked at the magazine, and she looked at me, but she never said anything. And I thought, well, I, I thought, oh, gosh, I, well, I can't say anything. And then finally I said to her, okay, I'm sorry, uh, do you mind if I look at that? Because I hadn't seen that yet. And she said, oh, my God. She said, is, is that really you? And I said, yeah. So, you know, it's just <laughs> been fun, fun situations, fun things. It, it definitely does sound like it. Um, so uh, also something else that I wanted to ask you about is um, before uh, I think you landed the role of Esther, you were on Archie Bunker's place. Oh, yes. Yeah, I had a, a small role on that. And... Um, also, a lot of people don't know this, very few know this, but actually had a small little thing on, on days of our life, like way before um, Young and the Restless too. so. Now, yeah. uh, I'm such a huge fan of Archie Bunker. Um, what, 
What was it like to see uh, Carol O'Connor, Archie himself, just standing, or, or did you get, get to meet him at all? Oh, I did, you know, and, and he, um, it was great. I, I so enjoyed uh, working on that. It, it, was, it was a fabulous day, and it was, it was fabulous to watch everyone work and, and, uh, and get to be part of it. Did you uh, know Carol O'Connor up until his death? Did you keep in touch with him? No, I mean, I would see him from time to time, but, I, you know, say hello, but I, no, not, not really. No, okay. So uh, I, I do wanted to, uh, I meant to ask you one, one question about uh, your flight attendant. What, what airline do you normally? Uh, uh, United. United Airlines. Huh? Okay. Uh, so also um, to go along with every, I mean, your, your amazing career as well, uh, you also have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, I, I, I have to go there periodically and make sure it's still there because <laughs> it's so, um, <laughs> you know, surprising. I just, I'm so honored to have that. And it, um, it, it, was, it was an amazing uh, story how I found out I was getting it. I was actually flying that day. And um, I, it was during the week, and I usually don't fly during the week because I do the show and everything during the week and fly in the, on the weekends. And um, so I thought, oh, my gosh, I, I got to check my messages because I, I didn't tell anybody that, you know, that I was leaving. So I um, was really early, and I listened to my messages, and we had landed, actually landed in Denver, and we were waiting. They were going to... You know, we were going to go back, and they were going to reboard the plane. So I'm listening to my messages, and Johnny Grant, who was um, the the mayor, right? Pardon? Actually, the the mayor of Hollywood, Johnny Grant. Yeah, he's honorary mayor of Hollywood. He's an incredible man. Um, He 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 left me a message, and I was listening to it, and he goes, "Well, Kate, congratulations!" and and the show had had just won the Emmy, so I thought that's what he was calling about. I, I I. Wow, that's so sweet of him to do that, um, to call. So I, I'm, I'm kind of listening. I thought, well, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, listen, I'll play it again later. I'll listen later. And um, so then all of a sudden the message goes on. He says, yes, congratulations, Kate, because you, Kate Linder, are, are getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I just, I couldn't believe it. I, 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 I just, I couldn't believe it. Wow. So, um, you know, I, I started it's just crazy, and then the things went crazy. The captain came out. And he goes, "What is going on around here?" So, um, you know, everyone told him. Um, and then after we took off, he he actually announced it to the airplane. Um, <laughs> he said, "Ladies and gentlemen, your purser today is um, <laughs> Kate Linders on the Young and the Rust, yeah. and who will be receiving a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame." <laughs> so, I mean. That's how, that's how first, I mean, every people found out before, <laughs> before everybody that I knew found out. It was, it was, it was, an, it was amazing. So, uh, is it, so is it the mayor who pretty much uh, gets the uh, decision of who gets a star on, on the Walk of Fame? Well, I think there is a, there is a committee. It's the Hollywood Chamber, and um, you have to be nominated, and then, um uh, and I think they go through all the nominations and um, they decide. Okay. So, so yeah. uh, do they have like a, a write-in process of uh, who should also get a star as well? Uh, so um, were, were you written in? 
I uh, know someone nominated me, and um, actually, I think my my manager actually wrote a letter, had nominated me, and wrote a letter oh, okay. of why she thought I should receive one, and um, and so I don't think people can. I really don't. Well, I know there's there's campaigns. I know people have uh, received stars uh, who have. Uh, since passed away and their fan clubs and so forth, you know, uh, ride in and, and get that going. So I, I guess that's entirely possible. So where is your uh, star located at? Well, it's at 7021 Hollywood Boulevard. Not that I don't know the address. <laughs> um, yeah, it's right across from the Roosevelt Hotel, and it's to the left of the of the oh, wow. Dam. And it's an, it's an amazing location. Uh, Actually, all the tour buses stop right there, um, <laughs> get off, and there I am. So. And there you are. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Now, uh, I'm also reading here on um, your, uh, well, not, not your page, your, your like Wikipedia page here, um, that you are the third uh, actor on a soap opera to receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Uh, yeah, I, I believe. Jeannie Cooper and, and Susan Lucci. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I believe that's correct. Um, uh, so, congratulations on that. It, thank you. Uh, Eric Braden also has one. Eric, yep, Eric also has one. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, when, when you're not um, flying or being a, an actress, what, what do you like to do in your, uh, I'm sure, very marginal free time that you get? Well, I'm just, um, I'm really, really busy. I'm celebrity spokesperson for the ALS Association and uh, have been that for over 10 years. And now I'm going to uh, be the Grand Marshal for the walk to end lupus coming up. And so um, I try to give back as much as I can. So I'm pretty much, you know, on the carpet almost every night at some, you know, at an event or charity event. Um, and... So, I'm, I'm pretty busy. I also do three teas a year uh, in Canada, where I bring up Young and the Restless people, and we do one in Vancouver uh, in July for the Canucks with uh, cancer, and um, we do one in December for Marsha Dines in Toronto, and in, in one in Calgary in April also for Marsha Dines. Yeah, talk about uh, uh, the the, AL, the ALS Association a little bit and um, what it what it does uh, for for the uh, ALS community. Well, a- ALS uh, is a horrific disease. I yeah. um, I mean, you're trapped in your own body. Your your mind. My my brother-in-law had it, and that's how I became involved. Oh. Uh, your mind works perfectly well. I mean, his works better than mine. I'm sure. But nothing else works, nothing. And he just laid there for seven years. And uh, it's heartbreaking, and it's heartbreaking for the family, you know, the caregivers. It, it's, it's just um, a 24-7 kind of thing. Um, and it's hard to get a handle on this disease because it, it mutates. And, uh, but there are double the incidences in the military which uh, I find actually fascinating. I, I have my own theories. You know, I think that um, that stress 
you know, is, is a major factor and also, you know, insecticides and that kind of thing. And they just really don't know. But um, I know eventually that they will find a cure. And so we just have to keep going until there is one. I, um, there was this uh, man, his name's Andrew uh, Fleeson, and he was at ALS. And he was an incredible, incredible person. I had the honor of, of meeting him and he said, and I, I really like to use this, because he told me one day, he said, you know, it doesn't matter how many breaths you take in this lifetime, but rather what you do with those breaths. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I agree with that. So I just try to do, take all of mine and try to keep working and, and, and doing, going forward and, and, and causing, you know, people to be aware of, of what, what is going on here how horrific this do you, uh, is. Do you think that we are close, well, closer to finding a cure for ALS? Well, I mean, every day, you know, the, the research, they do get closer, but, you know, it takes a lot of money. And, it, uh, um, you know, the ice bucket challenge was a really good thing. I mean, you know, every, a lot of people participated. I, I did that several times um, to raise awareness and raise money. But we, we just, you know, you just have to keep going because it, it's... Uh, like I said, it, it, the disease mutates, and it's hard to get a handle on it. But, you know, we can put people on the moon. So I I, uh, right, I, right. I know that eventually we will be able to figure this out. So uh, one, one more question for you before I let you go, Kate. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to get into the entertainment show business realm of uh, business? Well, it's really a hard business. Um, I think that you have to want it more than anything. If you don't want it that badly, if, if there's really nothing else you can do, like for me, I love what I do and I just, you know, I just can't do anything else, then you know you need to keep going and pursue it. But if you don't want it that badly, you should probably do yourself a favor and forget it <laughs> because it is it's difficult. Um, I mean, they call it, show business for a reason um, because you have to treat it as such. It is the business of show. And so I still, it's a craft. I still go to class. I still go to my acting class, my voice lessons, my dance lessons. And you just have to keep going. I mean, I feel like sometimes I take one step forward and two steps back. But um, I call it working the program, meaning that I just... You know, keep working and do the best that I can do uh, to my ability and, and keep going. And I don't look for the end result because a lot of people go, uh, they, they just look for the end result and they're pushing towards that. And, um, and sometimes you do that, you just push it away. So I think you just do what I do. What I, do. I work really hard and, and continue to study. And, and, um, and when you're not looking, I mean, things come to you. I mean, to, to have received a star, I mean, I just cannot, I still to this day cannot believe that that happened. Um, you know, I remember walking out of the, uh, my husband, we had walked out of the uh, Pantages Theater, and all the stars were, uh, you know, they were looking at them, and I said, wow, you know, can you imagine? I, I wonder, you know, what that would be like. I, I'm sure I'll never find out, but that must be really something to have a star on the walk of fame. And then, and 
you know, a while later, I mean, there I was. How you you just just don't know. You just have to. If if you want it that badly, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. Right. That's another. If you want it that badly, I had agents. Uh, went to see agent in San Francisco, and I'll never forget this. And um, you know, I met with him, and and I started in theater, and I started on the stage, and the singer dancer as well. So, and they said to me. You know, you should just stick to the stage because, um, you know, you're not going to ever make it on TV or film. You, you just need to stick to the stage. And, you know, and so I left that day and, of course, and I was, you know, totally depressed. And then I said to myself, you know what, I'm not going to let these people say, tell me that. I mean, they can say whatever they want, but that's not what's going to happen. And, um, and so you just, you, that's what I mean. Just don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. That's what you want. You just go for it. I agree. I mean, if you look at uh, throughout history and all these other show business people, uh, a lot of them also kind of got told they'll they'll never make it in show business either. So, I definitely uh, agree 100% with you on on that. Oh, good. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely because uh, you know the way I look at it is if you don't ask, you know, if you don't try, the answer is going to be no. Right. The answer is definitely going to be no. Right. So you might as well try, and you might as well go for it, because you have nothing to lose. Right, absolutely. I agree with you. Well, Kate, I do want to thank you so much for, for your time. Congratulations on, on everything, and um, much success moving forward on, on your career. Thank you so much, Michael. I enjoyed speaking with you, and um, I, I definitely appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Uh, bye-bye.